Welcome back to the Gold Advantage, your number one destination for all esports betting, picks, and chatter. My name is Scoot, again, of course. Welcome back for episode 11. I'm here with Nikki and Chris. How's it How's it hanging, boys? It's hanging good. A little bit to the right. I think... Uh... I think one day we gotta get try and get me and Chris to do the the reading. No, absolutely not. I have had dreams about this. I've actually had nightmares about this. I'm terrified of it. I'm not. I'm not a read in person. Hey man, you'll never get over your fears if you don't really just try to conquer them one day. So you can have it if you want, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm a little bit under the weather today. We're not feeling great, but you know what? staying inside to talk about esports so it's not a huge deal league still goes on and it must be talked about yeah league goes on regardless of whether or not i'm sick so it doesn't matter at all and the people um, need and the people need our uneducated guesses on how to bet on this speak exactly. for yourself speak for yourself <laughs> should we uh quickly recap north america last week um i was hoping, off, to, I was hoping yeah. to forget about it to be honest yeah i know can right? i forget about it you know what's been funny is that LEC has been unpredictable, and that's something that has been recognized early on. Teams are so close, anyone can win. The LCS is meant to be the more predictable one, but we come into playoffs, and it's just been completely all over the place and just ruining our bottom line. Yeah, it's ruining uh, the bottom line and the top line and the sideline. It doesn't, whatever it is, it's fucking us, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, bottom, the yeah. bottom line is that it's ruining our profit line. Exactly. So. <laughs> I think so. Uh, so let's just quickly recap. Liquid 3-0 Golden Guardians. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on that one? We had that. Thank you, Liquid, for restoring order. Yeah, I think uh, thoughts-wise, I mean, Liquid just dominated them. Um, the thing is, like... <laughs> what? Golden, Wait, okay, what? Well, okay, Are yeah, you watching the same matches as us? No, 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 is this okay. that thing again where you're like, oh, they dominated them, God, but the matches were actually go. very listen, close? Listen, listen, listen. Yeah, match- gonna, I was going to get there, and you just don't let me finish my thought. Let me... Golden Guardians played well. It's just end of the day, Liquid choked them out and won. Like, that's how it goes. Just a better team. Boring. Class, Honestly, class, you've got to get yes. you've got to get a dictionary so that you know how to use adjectives correctly. Because oh saying they God. dominated them and then saying that Golden Guardians actually played well, uh, the, that's you an play well. Doesn't make it outclassed and dominated. You can, no, you can't. Yes, you can. And they also right. didn't get dominated. The games were all pretty close. Sure, but all three, three games were incredibly boring. Scott sounds like me now. Um, all three games. It's, it's, very I, I can't boring. Get over it. it's, it's such a you can't like. They were so boring. It actually scares me. You're right. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm so, so triggered by this poor use of uh, adjective. So to Scoot's point of view, um, I agree. They did get dominated. They got three would It was close. Golden Guardians can play well you while get still getting dominated. You close. can. You absolutely you can. can. You can't be dominated. Nikki, read and the score to me. Read the score you to me. You can't be dominated and it be close. Dominated means it's completely one-sided. This it's works. the game's right, fine, and they got dominated three zero. That's the end of the, the matches. Read the score. It doesn't. The, the score, score is not reflective of how close the matches were, which is incredibly concerning for North America because if Team Liquid is meant to be the number one team and they have to play this super safe, careful style against Golden Guardians, who, you know, I'm a massive fanboy of them at this point, 
I'm biased, but they are not good enough to be able to threaten them. And then we look over at the LPL, we look over at the LCK, and those top teams are just smashing the bottom teams. God, like, this is possibly the worst NA has ever looked. Agreed. This is not a good year for the United States. 2020 has been a write-off for the United States. And so, in general. In general. And so that is also true for our LCA. Um, it's true for COD, yeah. too. <laughs> exactly. So with that being said, Golden Guardians looked great in getting dominated. And all three matches were snooze fests. I turned them off three minutes in. Um, I don't even think Team Liquid ever wanted to get first blood. So that was my perspective there. It was great. We had wagered on it. We won that wager, the only wager of the weekend that we won. So thank you, Team Liquid. Our confidence was restored for momentarily, falsely. And so now we're going to be trying to figure out this next weekend. I mean, next one, EG, Cloud9, 3-0 to Cloud9. Uh, I think we only we, we want to stay away from this one because we really had no idea where it would go, especially with Cloud9's performance. Uh, we grabbed EG just as a value bet, just in case an upset came up, but don't think there's too much to be said there. Cloud9 didn't look amazing. Um, and then Sunday's game, and that this was super fun, was Golden Guardians against TSM. Uh I mean, FBI played out of his mind. Really so impressive. All Golden Guardians across the board, I think, looked really good. Unfortunately, they they choked and couldn't get the final match. They were 2-0 up, and, and TSM managed to do the reverse sweep. Um, but I think it's a great performance out of GG uh, in their kind of first playoff run. Could not disagree more, but go ahead, Scoot. I think Chris and I, well, I guess going back to the Cloud9 game, the 3-0 on EG. Chris and I disagreed about this because Chris really thought EG was going to win. And to be fair, like I could see that Cloud9 hasn't looked great recently. The thing that's interesting there is that it's just that game is so not valuable at all. And that's why we like stay away from it because you're sitting on like, okay, Cloud9's at what, 1.2 when the line's open? Doesn't really ever change. But then the 3-0 is also 2.2. Like nobody wants to bet on that. It's just terrible. But yeah, I guess I guess back on track to Golden Guardians because I, I think you disagree with Nikki's point. Um, I want to hear what you have to say here. I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you can say that um, they played well when they got reverse swept and got fucking just completely choked. I'm calling it a choke. If you're up 2-0 against TSM, you just can't do that. I like FBI. Um, he seems like a really nice kid. I bet he's going to have many more years of success. But holy fuck. Also, do we have some bitterness? Because we had put significant wagers on t- GG to beat TSM yet again. Yes. But holy fuck. It just seemed like it was inevitable. And then they just let them come back. I I don't have a whole lot to say on this other than really disappointed in golden guardians just massive levels of disappointment if i was their father i'd be really really disappointed in them they let me down and i had much higher much higher expectations for them um yeah i mean like it's it's such a shame uh and i would have been i would have been so much more excited to see them play against uh to win and go through because now we have tsm who has looked like shit the whole whole playoff basically 
um, and only winning because of the kind of inexperienced roster of Golden Guardians outside of Hornsa, who, you know, and who he, who, uh, who unfortunately, you know, first playoff run and all of that, they choke. Um, so TSM makes it through. I don't think they deserve to really make it through. Cloud9 gets through. I think, yeah, they're the better team. So I really hope that's but that's the matchup now and and it's so important because it's not just a matchup to go through uh to next round it's also that is the final world spot whoever wins between tsm and cloud nine goes to world goes to worlds and god i hope it's cloud nine because tsm has never fucking done well at worlds um but i'm just with the way they've been playing i'm just not excited about Can, can we make both teams lose because I don't think Cloud9 deserves it either. No, I don't think so either. They just look so shit. Um, who do we? What? Are, what's our predictions then? TSM Cloud9. I I think Cloud9 wins it. Um, but to be honest, it's such a toss up. And and to Scoot's point, the odds on it are dog shit. And it just makes it so hard to kind of really make a decision on, on where you're going. I guess you could take. TSM TSM odds are good at three point two, but do we really think they're going to win? I don't know. I'm I'm definitely in the cloud nine side, um, but I mean, their odds this... are always so bad. Yeah, this well, this is like last chance, ring the dinner bell, figure it out, cloud nine. Like it's time to go. Obviously, because if they don't win this, it's it's over for them. Um, I hope that that means that they're gonna come out and actually play like they're special instead of like they're just average like they have. I mean, okay. You want to play them like they're they're a special (laughs) team, not a special team. (laughs) Um, No, I mean, they just haven't impressed for like the last couple weeks in playoffs. And I think like part of that maybe arrogance, uh, I think you mentioned in an interview a while ago, yeah, they, they didn't need to practice against the yeah. fly quest because it's so easy to beat them, and then well, they get apparently not. And, and it's like, <laughs> what what the fuck are you guys doing? Well, here we are, and yeah. they need to win, win or go home. Um, I yeah, terrible odds though. This is, from a betting perspective, this is not a good match by any means because I don't think TSM can win, but I also don't think Cloud Nine is worth a one point three three right now. Like it's just the not thing there. that I found that could be decent is uh, Cla- TSM first turret. So throughout playoffs, TSM has been getting first turret more than Cloud Nine. So that might be worth it at two point oh six. Um, otherwise, TSM plus one point five could be decent. Um, I mean, if it goes to a five game series, which I could see that happening. Um, yeah, I guess if we're only looking at playoff pictures, the part that makes me like a little bit skeptical about that, right, is just like sample size. Um, yeah. What if like Cloud9 comes out and I think you said it last week and plays that like really fast, really loose, like kind of putting a lot of weight on individual talent, but also like pretty cohesive and just like kind of flying around the map, right? What if they come out and do that? This is why the, this is this sort of, and it's kind of the same. It's a Cloud9 EG and the way EG mixed it up. I don't like games like this because it's hard to make a rational um, analysis on it. I just feel like it's a bit of a coin flip. Um, yeah, I, I think to that point, you just take look for value. Uh, yeah, I'm 100 percent in on TSM if you want to take it just for the value play. You know, looking at the statistics, 
to me, TSM, I mean, granted, they have a slightly larger sample size for the playoffs, but they're even playing better, right? They've got a higher kill-to-death ratio. They're doing better with their goal. They're just, they're doing the things in ways that Cloud9 isn't. Um, now, obviously, they have got, you know, I, I don't know. It just, to me, Nikki, I don't know if you went back and watched. I know that the last three games of TSM versus GG were a bit late for you. Um, have you did you go back and watch those by chance? Because um, I'd be curious to get your thoughts on if you saw something where maybe TSM figured something out. Maybe despite their lack of skill and performance leading up to that, they did go back and beat GG and GG. We were high on. We thought they were. Yeah, no, really I, well. I think a lot of it. And so, yeah, um, maybe in versus, I mean, Cloud Nine beating EG. Who cares? We didn't really. We weren't that bullish on EG to begin with. They were look sloppy. They weren't playing well. They still managed to get it done. That might be just a talent thing. I'm curious if you saw anything in the way that TSM kind of came together, though, for those last two maps in particular that might translate to this match. Honestly, no, there's value. one takeaway for me, which is just Bjergsen's uh, Zillion, which she pulled out in Game 5, which was all that mattered. And it's just... It's Bjergsen. Uh, he is, he's always been so consistently great at the game. And this whole TSM roster, he's the he's been dragging them, kind of kicking and screaming the whole way. Uh, Broken Blade also stepped up a bit more, so they start playing around Bjergsen and Broken Blade. I, I I'm not that hot on Broken Blade. I I don't think he's he's that great. Um, I think he's fine. Like I think he's good, but I I don't didn't really agree with the swap from Hornsa to Broken Blade. Um, but the, he did kind of appear in the map. Uh, in the game later games and they start playing around top side and mid lane and just Bjergsen Zillion like I mean he's it's a meme now just how strong he is on that champ and them letting that through I think is really what sealed the fate um, but as much as so you know those are things that stand out you highlighting Bjergsen Broken Blade stepping up a bit and then unfortunately I do think that the pressure just got to Golden Guardians and, and they started making small mistakes which is something that's going to happen when you're a young team um, so I, nothing on TSM particularly made me go wow like you know what these guys are, are playing so much better um, but then nothing with C9 versus EG made me go like yeah shit okay this is the C9 we expected yeah this is no. was- this really feels like it's just coming down to like prior thoughts about their talent. So I'm not sure. I think sure. it's going to be prep. I think it's yeah. a lot prep. Like if Cloud9 actually comes in prepped and ready for this and they're, they're going to put the work in, they're not going to be arrogant. Like they, and I don't think they will be against FlyQuest. I think then, okay, fine. We might get something interesting. Um, but they yeah, also like, need to just show up and execute because they've not been doing that. They have a week to practice. They've got the talent. We all know that. They got um, shocked. You know, they did. They kind of got their ass kicked for a minute and they like woke them up. And yeah. so, you know, going in, if you wanted to tell me that as opposed to, you know, we thought GG was going to potentially 3 0 or 3 1, if we think Cloud 9 is better than GG, which I think we probably, the talent wise, yes, you can yeah. get you can get Cloud 9 at minus 1.5 at 1.87. You can get Cloud 9 at minus 2.5 at 3.5. Maybe it's, maybe that's the value play. Um, and then you hedge that with a small taste also on TSM to win, just in case they really do come around. Come around. But listening to how you talk about it, I am not intrigued or really that interested in TSM. It sounds like 
they're winning despite themselves and they're trying, you know, they don't seem like a team that's ready to really, they sound like the team ready to go home. The way we've kind of talked about this entire game, I guess, leads into this idea that, okay, Liquid's probably the best team in North America right now, right? I like, I'm not getting this wrong. They're probably the best team in North America. You said it's kind of scary that they played GG close and had to play that like really slow style that was super boring to watch. But, I mean, definitively at the moment, probably better than Cloud9, better than TSM. I mean, they're just better than everybody else. What do you guys think about this FlyQuest game? Yeah, that's what I'm going to move forward. I I think FlyQuest played way better, um, and, you know, like, good for them. Uh, I don't see them beating Liquid. There was was almost too much composure for... (laughs) In my opinion, anybody in the LCS to be liquid uh, the way they played that last match. And is I think your, is that your cutthroat analysis, Nikki? Yeah, no, I think the, the the favorite is just gonna win. Listen, yeah. I, I think. I mean, what else is there to say? There's yeah, there's not much to say about it. They <laughs> Golden Guardians, to their credit, played well. We can argue about what the definition of domination is uh, all day. Um, I mean, no, but, we can. Yeah, it's a very clear I mean, liquid, cut. Like, if, if each job. match is close, just because it's a three zero is not reflective of how close the individual games were. Which means they okay, didn't get if, dominated in individual games. Ergo, they could not have been dominated. That's that just like I, if I say to you, I dominated nine. someone, and it was six seven six seven six seven. I didn't fucking dominate them. It was really close. I won. I won seven? the series, but. It's not a domination. What game are you playing to seven? All right, let's say what. What game? What game, game are you playing a best of thirteen in? Whatever I won. What the f- the hell? Who does that? Seven six. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like three. Those are numbers I hate. Like, oh, yeah, I know. I know. Honestly, I have no fucking three. idea why I came up with those numbers. I'm not yeah, even gonna try and justify. I just brought those numbers out of my ass. And uh, but nonetheless, okay. Like if we're talking about yeah, Carl, and purposes. it comes down to it, and it goes, you know, it's a three zero, but we're getting, you know, game mat. Uh, we're going down to eleven rounds. We have Dom within like ten points and so on. It might be a three zero, but you would say like, yeah, fuck. Actually, the matches were really close. Um, the better team won and all of that. Like, fine. But to say that they dominated them, I, I think doesn't isn't an accurate picture. I mean, for all intents and purposes, you did hit an odd number, so that makes the the math work out there. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. But I also want to. I want to. I want to attempt to claim credit for that, but. It was just luck. <laughs> it's just it, was just it was just a random number I threw out, and it worked out. I, yeah, I guess I, I see where you're coming from for sure. I still think that I would say that a team got dominated in Call of Duty. Maybe you can have me on recording as saying that's not true, but uh, it's just how it goes. I don't know. Like, I think yeah. this is just the way COD talks. <laughs> COD trash talk. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I, to me, yeah. anyway, just going back to it, because I know uh, – we're gonna have to this this podcast. We're gonna try and keep it to a thirty minute uh, time. Is Liquid FlyQuest? I don't see an upset there. I think it's just Liquid is gonna beat FlyQuest. The odds aren't exciting on Liquid beating FlyQuest. Um, the the things that kind of stood out to me was like Liquid minus one point five at one eighty seven. That's kind of generous because I I I could see them three one ing them three zero. Um, 
FlyQuest does have a good first first blood and first dragon rate in playoffs uh, so far. Liquid does not, even in their win against GG. Yeah, um, but they I don't think they got dragon first dragon once against Golden Guardians. They didn't get first blood. Personally. Yeah, so 187 for FlyQuest first blood, first dragon, 2.08. I think the thing there is that FlyQuest is is more aggressive and proactive in that sense. So, Team Liquid got first dragon once. Yeah, out of their three games, they never got first blood. They got first dragon once. I don't love the sample size, but we just know that FlyQuest is more hungry and yeah. kills. They just love fucking killing people, and so I do think the first except blood, the one game where we're like, hey, let's uh, right. this has been the bloodiest series ever. Or was that EG Cloud Nine? I Who was that? That where they had like the bloodiest kill. game ever. It was yeah, EG. Yeah. It was yeah. EG Cloud. It was like this yeah. never has ever gone. It's like Svenskaren, sixteen kills, monstrous performance. It's like okay, guys, easy. Let's get kills over, uh, and then it, they they got like seven kills, and that was it. That was, taking, that, was a, that was a scoot special. I'm taking Cloud Nine minus one and a half parlayed with the boys, Team Liquid minus one and a half. Um, I'm not exactly sure of the payout on that. I just think that personally, parlayed with SO4 over Med Lions. SO4 minus two. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you can't bet against greatness. If if we're going to move into that, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Well, let's let's just move into the LEC. All right. So, Shaka smashes SK 3 0. We never doubted them. Easy. G2 beating Mad Lions 3-1. Those were really fun matches. Um, but I think we, we all expected G2 to win, right? Yes, I think. I think we stated it on the podcast. Um, but it was closer than you would have thought. It form as hell. It was. It was such fun games, so. though. Mad played really well. Yeah. The contrast of watching G2 Mad and then going and watching Team Liquid yeah. G2 was stark. It was just stark. I mean, it, it really it sucks to be Mad Lions because you come in and you lose your first series and then they put you in the auto loss. So they're about to face the guillotine that is Schalke. And it's game over. Because, I mean, listen, people doubted them for weeks, miracle run stuff. But that was only running. And it's time to fly, baby. Mad Lions is the runway. We're going to the air. We're going straight to Worlds. It doesn't stop now. You already know. You know what? Funnily enough, since Shaka has been going on their incredible run, um, their stats have been much better than Mad Lion's. So you're kind of right. Like as as good as Mad Lion has been looking, in the, and yeah, they ended up uh, in the rankings. They haven't been performing for quite a while at that level. So there's a real chance that yeah, Shaka is gonna be able to smash them. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, Madline's got a lot of their record work done out of the way, like out of the way early. Like they won a lot of games. I'm not saying they lost a lot yeah. of games in the second half, but they lost more games. And I think I've said it before, but like during this run, I guess this is more of like a an eye test kind of thing. But Schalke's been able to play a pretty wide, like a wide variety of styles, at least in terms of like switching their game up and adapting. And I think like that bodes really well for a best of five. 
Um, I I actually think they'll have a lot of success in this series. I don't think it'll be like a three zero or anything. I was joking earlier when I said minus two and a half. Um, I think it'll honestly be pretty entertaining. I really just want to see the boy Abadage just post up, snag some kills, send them to Worlds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I think I agree with that. I don't think it's going to be a 3-0. I think it will be a lot uh, closer than that. Um, I, I'm hype on that game. I, I really am. I think, uh, like you said, Chris, you know, Madlines G2 so exciting, much closer. You know, Madlines were really giving them kind of run for the money. Uh, Shaka, I think this is going to be the first real test for Shaka. Um, and to be honest, great odds on both teams. Madlines 1.77, Shaka 2.02. Uh, yeah, I'm I, I'm super hype on this game. I think I, I take Shaka as well. Just the stats back up the fact that they've been looking better. Um, I think Mad Lions do have a really good first dragon and first tower rate, and you can pick those up at one point eight, one point eight seven. You can hedge it like that if that's how, you know the way you want to go. But it's uh, yeah, I, I think it's an exciting match and. But I do see Shaka winning it and, and getting through. I'm sh- I'm gonna be hype if that's the case. Like, uh, uh, they've been too exciting to watch, and it's like too cool to see a run like this. And you don't want it to end. And maybe it's part of that like meme hype. Uh, I think general community hype. I don't. Chris, do you have any thoughts on the Shaka game at all? Yeah, I think at this point you're an idiot if you bet against Shaka. Um, just ride that train, especially given that they're over 2.0 odds um, marginally. I think, you know, God, they're just playing so clean, so well. I do love the, like, Schalke minus 1.5 at 3.0. I do love maybe trying to make a couple picks, whether you take I, – I agree. I don't think they're going to 3.0. I wonder what happens, though, right? Like, I mean, Schalke- Shulk is literally on like a 10 and 0 run dating back to like three months ago or two months ago, whatever it was. Um, what happens when they lose their first match? Like, does that crumble them? Do they now, because now you lose your invincibility shield. Do they not lose a match? I don't know. Like I'd be, it'll be really interesting to see how they, obviously they have come back. Can you imagine from, they win it all 3-0? Just like- right. Every everyone like three o mad lines three o g two three o you know like just the whole way through. That that for me is kind of going to define like whether or not this is really. How do they bounce back? We, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really about how you come back from losing, and I think I don't want to relate this to COD because they're very unrelated games. But to be fair, it's very The other doesn't. We yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but it is it is similar in that like. You see a lot of that. Like, COD is notorious for the the loser's bracket, the underdog run, like, stuff like that. It's about when you lose and how you figure that out. And it's just the most important part of being a competitor. Um, Yeah, but I I do agree that they have some form of invincibility. And if that's boosting their confidence, like, who knows? But if they do dominate this game, I think, like, it's danger for a lot of teams and. They've had the barren buff for the past 10 games. It's been incredible. They have not let up. But the point is, like, what happened? Like, obviously, they had a lot of losing at the beginning, but now they haven't fucking lost in forever. But but they're also so experienced at losing. Maybe it doesn't ruffle their feathers. You know, when you go, like, one and nine, you're like, hey, shit, yeah, this is home. 
This is this is that warm embrace of losing. Like it's like that Bane meme, you know. You you know, you you yeah. merely adopted the losing. I was born in it, so maybe we're worrying over nothing. I mean, Mad Lions has been winning, and what happens when you get punched in the mouth, map one, by the team that everybody has slept on all year until they went on hype train mode? Um, I don't like. How does Mad deal with losing map one to Schalke? That's yeah. that's the question for me as well because they've been successful all season, but it's been best of ones. And then you can take that loss, walk away, and then play your next match on the Saturday. Like if you start on Friday, whatever, and you can kind of like just restructure, really just cool down, and then come back composed. And I think they Obviously, did good. I think they were okay because they lost to G two and like it's a three one, but they they really bounced back and they gave it their all every single game. So I'm I'm less worried about the mental fortitude of uh, Mad Lions. But G two G two's been class recently, have they not? I mean, they have been. So I don't know. It's 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 a different it's a different animal with Shaka. <laughs> I mean, what you're talking about though here is something that like I'm now curious. Like it's a good segue into Rogue. Because Rogue getting 3-0'd by Fnatic, I did not fucking see that. Fnatic have been looking so bad, and then suddenly they show up, they fix whatever issues they're doing, they're looking good again, and they just completely beat the the best team or the number one ranked team in the LEC. Uh, really concerning to see that. And now I'm kind of questioning, like, okay, well, is rogue like they're not out yet they're still they've made world so that's fine but they're in the losers bracket at this point how are they going to bounce back from this and if if they match up against fanatic again like fanatic's playing g2 i definitely i think fanatic is looking so much better so you know now can't talk shit about them but I do think G2 is just too strong. And historically, G2 has always beaten Fnatic. So I expect Fnatic to lose that, which probably what happens then. I mean, this is kind of like a, I guess, more clerical issue question. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we're trying to keep it short a little bit here. Do you think like any of that like rogue 3-0 upset stuff has to do with the fact that we really only saw them? I mean, okay, yes, Fnatic made adjustments. They looked better. You wouldn't expect that to like, come to fruition in a 3-0, right? Do you think that has anything to do with, like, playing best of ones all year and not really being able to see, like, adjustment across games, I guess? Is like yeah, that. they have a... Yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, they they have a very young roster. Um, I And I felt like they there was some stubbornness around their drafting um, that punished them. Fnatic has an experienced roster, so totally can see that. Um yeah, playoff experience matters a lot too, as well. Though. Guys, by the way, I was talking complete shit about the thirty-minute podcast. Our meetings have been pushed back. We're in it for the long haul. It's an hour and thirty minutes now. Let's fucking uh, go back. Let's so. go back to the start of the season and do a full recap. Uh, the Shaka journey. Nick, game Nikki, one. Nikki, our bank account is very aware that you had no fucking clue what was going to happen in this game. Because which one? Which game? Rogue getting fucking smashed oh yeah i mean how do you predict that how do you predict fanatic to turn up and rogue to just not turn up at all rogue has an ugly logo to be fair like the whole fucking playoffs i've been i've been thrown yeah i mean look i i'll be the first one to admit i've been going i've been saying fuck fanatic for the longest time um 
Also, it doesn't help that I have you morons throwing other bets in on stuff that is stupid and then doesn't pay out. And you guys are like, yeah, no, but maybe if we try it again, it will work. When has that ever not worked? Yeah, come it's 50-50, bet on it twice, you're going to hit it once, right? I mean, come on. So, <laughs> I have been a fanatic hater. I think G2 will smash them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to triple down. I'm going to put, like, 20 units on G2 to smash Fnatic. And I just don't see a way. I mean, the odds are awful, right? Fnatic is a uh, 2.84. Um. I think G2 minus 1.5. Let me see what these odds are. G2 minus 1.5, 1.87. Done. Lock. Lock. Can yep. you scream lock? <laughs> yeah, I just, no, no response. I agree. I think it's, uh, yeah, I expect G2 to 3-1 them as well. Maybe even 3-0. So that's uh, not not the most exciting. But okay, let's say we agree to that one. We, we move on. This is a boring matchup. Everyone expects G2 to win. Fnatic then moves on. Nikki, Who wins there? Nikki. Yeah. Do you think Rogue just sucked because they had already qualified for Worlds? Do you think they were just like, eh, who cares? Did, did they not put in the work? What, what I mean, I mean the, the way they play in playoffs matters, though, for Worlds as well. Like, they might have already qualified, right? But they can put themselves in a better position. Am I, I'm not incorrect in, think, in believing that. They, like, your playoffs impact your Worlds. So, they definitely needed to play well. I don't, like, I don't think it has anything to do with that. Or at least I hope it doesn't. That, that's a bad mentality to have, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I guess, but, but so Rogue matches up actually against the winner of Shaka, uh, Mad Lines, as far as I'm aware. And then, Rogue uh, matches up whoever wins Fnatic G2 goes to the finals. We expect that to be G2. So, so then G2 drops down or Fnatic drops down into the losers and we have yeah, them play and, the winner. And we get yeah. whoever wins Rogue Shaka will face Fnatic. <laughs> Saying Rogue Shulk already. <laughs> so, uh, oh, we're still out of control. Uh, it has like three more matches to make finals. Is that what you're telling me? You talking uh, about Shulk? Yeah. Yeah, Shulk. You mean yeah. they They just have to play three more games before they're playing G2 in the finals? Yes. Yeah. It's just practice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like <laughs> for them we're talking about practice <laughs> we're talking go. about the game um i think i dude i it's uh, this is a ex- more exciting playoff picture for me than the lcs it's just like also i think the way we talked about it at the top top of the hour um maybe the middle of the hour i don't know where we were in the show but it really feels like we're super bearish on the lcs and i think you said it like they're in trouble it it doesn't look good for them, especially, I mean, I think right before we started recording this, Chris was watching JD. Um, what matches live right now? It's JD and uh, Top in the LPL. And it's a stark contrast between American CS and uh, Chinese or Korean and European. I don't, I, maybe European's not on the same level entirely, but feels like the United States might be behind a little bit. 
Yeah. Yeah, just a bit. I I mean, to be fair, I actually wonder. Some people were saying that EU looks even better than uh, Korea. Really? Yeah. That's that's never been a thing before, right? No, it has. There've been times but... where that they are looking better, but I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm not. I'm. It's kind of at this point, unfortunately, with all the chaos. You know, being knowing when not to bet is as important as knowing when to bet. Um, so in this situation, I, I, to me, a lot of these games and playoffs has just been so unpredictable and all over the place that I'm, uh, I'm just not a hundred percent sure it's, uh, I'm going to be putting a lot of money down. There's a couple of things, like we said, the minus 1.5s and some first turrets, some first dragons. Um, but it's going to be a pretty, pretty cautious weekend for me. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. Nikki, who's already qualified for Worlds coming out of the uh, LEC? Uh, for the LEC, I think it's Rogue. Uh, fuck, I'm not sure who else is. I, I know Rogue is qualified. Right. I don't know if Mad Lions is. Have G2 qualified yet? Not yet. Even though they dominated in the spring? Yeah, I don't know if there's enough points. Uh, G2 and Fnatic are in. Um, I think. Or no, winner of that game's in, I believe, right? And then... Winner of Top and JD is in as well, I believe. At the Uh, moment, yeah. So it's either... Yeah, Rogue's in, FlyQuest Liquid, winner is in. Yeah, so the winner of... It's a winner of G2 Fnatic gets in. Yeah. Um, the top JD, one of them gets in. So expect if G two wins this, they they get that spot. Uh, Rogue has qualified, and FlyQuest and Team Liquid have qualified. So we still so have Fly- two yeah. slots. Winner of FlyQuest and Team Liquid. Yeah, FlyQuest and Team Liquid have qualified. Um, it's, no, it's the, just one. No, FlyQuest and Team. Liquid oh, they have both qualified. did. Yeah, they both qualified. I thought they're playing uh, for third place right now. Uh no, I'm pretty like by winning their matches and semi. Oh yeah, one of them will go into second place. Yeah, yeah, okay, exactly. So, so, so yeah, they've definitely both qualified. Uh, the match between Cloud Nine and TSM is the one that will decide which third North American team goes to Worlds. Then we Rogue has 100% qualified. Uh, G2 Fnatic, one of them will qualify for Worlds. Um, and then Top and JD. Are the two uh, there, and I think that's it for now. I still think uh, it's pretty up in the air. There's a potential that Shaka can make it. Incredible. I mean, Rogues Rogues only qualified for the play-in, so that's interesting. The group right now, Fnatic and G two are playing for group stages. Um, yeah, Shaka's going. It's crazy. Everybody just get fucking hype. Um, I did. It's a playoffs are kind of tough, you know. I think that's a little bit of the trouble we've had. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's gonna go up and down. There's some playoffs that have been way more predictable, and and this one. I mean, it's exciting as a viewer. It's depressing as a as a gambler. Yeah, and I don't know, man. COVID, being online, I think that's messed with just everything and everything gaming, you know. Um, across esports, it's just not the ideal situation. They're playing Worlds on land, correct? 
so hasn't the plan is actually to do a China bubble. Yeah, yeah. So they'll be on land, but they'll be isolated. That's actually, I mean, I think that'll be incredible. Um, Unfortunately, we don't have the budget that uh, the CDL has because you know we they, we didn't charge twenty five million per team to to buy in. So uh, I don't know how Riot's managing to afford that bubble when CDL couldn't do it. But you know, four hundred million. In, in, also, they're doing it in China with a global attendance, whereas you guys had it in North America, and all the teams are in North America, and your country is supposedly open. Yes, but I understand. I mean, it's not. Nobody's arguing that Activision Blizzard did it right. So, Activision uh, Blizzard. Well, we'll save that. I don't know about that one. No comment. Um, <laughs> all right. So we've beaten this to death. I think Schalke just ends up winning the entire weekend. Probably makes it through the Worlds. Just bet on it. They're going to continue to be underdogs from here on out. Just keep taking that money. It'll be great. Can't wait. Is I mean, there any- yeah, personal recap. Um, I'm taking the LCS favorites minus one and a half across the board, parlaying that. Uh, maybe throw in Schalke there at minus one and a half as well, or just a straight up win. Um, I do think it'll be entertaining to watch, definitely from a spectator perspective. I'm not trying to like go deep into this one. Just because a lot of these games feel close, and then I'm taking G two just to win, maybe minus one and a half. They're just in form right now. Um, you got, got final bets and a half across the entire. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I'm taking minus one and a half. Four <laughs> games, minus one and a half. Yeah, oh. pretty. I, I think so. I don't think any of them are three two. Um, that's just me though. Nikki. Uh, but if I'm looking at it, I think taking Schalke straight up, uh, I did like hedging that with Mad Lions first half as Dragon, uh, going over to Fnatic G2, straight up G2, 1.41, not great odds, but still willing to take it, uh, minus 1.5 at 1.87. I also like their first tower and first Dragon rate at 1.74 and 1.75. TSM versus Cloud9. I think this is a toss-up, and for the most part, I would stay away. If you do want to put a little bit on, um, the value is on TSM at 3.2. They can upset. They'll pay out huge, so that's that'll be interesting. Uh, and then Team Liquid at minus 1.5 uh, at 1.87. I know I mentioned FlyQuest First Blood and First Dragon. Um, I just don't know if it will work again against Team Liquid, uh, but they do have a really good rate there, and Team Liquid doesn't. Small sample size, uh, but do, those have decent odds. We just doesn't care about first blood, right? Yeah, and we know how hungry that um, FlyQuest is, so I do think that that's a good pick. Cool. Right. Yep, and that's it for me. Yeah. Do we want to cover? So, by the way, Scoot, your minus one point five across those four matches pays out nineteen point six two. I don't know if I'm parlaying all of them, but some of them are getting individual bets. Maybe you throw in instead of minus one of 1.5 on Schalke, you just go straight up if you really want to play it safe there. Um, not safe, to, but if you want to sweat it out a little bit. Do I cover the LCK or LPL at all? Or Nikki's favorite PCS? No, there's there's not like a ton to cover there, I don't think, at the moment. Um, Nikki, maybe I'm wrong. Achi versus PSG Talon. Who you got? 
Uh, actually, uh, the matchup is really close uh, across the board, and stats are very close. I, I think the the biggest disparity is just first dragon. Uh, Machi gets it a lot more than PSG, so that's worth taking. The odds are one point eight four. Um, if you want to take it across all three maps, that's maybe worth it. Um, otherwise, the other ones, it's it's very there's a very clear favorite over the other team. Uh, you could look at the LCK Gen G versus Afrika. Afrika had a big upset against uh, T1, so they're facing up against them. I don't think it's inconceivable that Gen G three O's them. So minus two point five at two twelve could be worth taking. I love how Chris just attempts to poke fun at you for the PCS and how much we hate it. And the man has his resources in line and just is able to talk about it anyway. Um, it's no fun poking. Nikki loves the PCS. That's where he makes money. Now the I actually do the VCS. I fucking oh, hate. The, PCS. Yeah, yeah. the PCS. I am all about that shit. That is just, that is just paid out. It is the unsung gem. We hate the VCS. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Also, Sooning versus LGD. Sooning has continuously just hammered LGD as I've been saying for a while on this podcast. It's pretty good value to me. Nah, it's, it's fine. I mean, just take that in. Nah, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to respond to that. They got 3-0'd. They learned their lesson. LGD is going to win this series. That's it. That's it. They're coming back. They're going to win. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you. Don't matter to me. I'm thinking Sooning at 1.7. That's just good value. Uh, you know, minus one and a half. We can put a personal wager on that on the side. All right, I'm in. FPX. Yeah. F, yeah, we're fucking doing that. FPX, there's good value over Invictus. We saw Invictus get smoked by JD or by LGD. And so, um, you know, they just don't seem to be in form. So, a little uh, recap for the uh, LCK. Or sorry, the LPL. God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Some of it more brief than other stuff. Uh, the focus of our podcast mainly has been just LEC LCS for a little bit now. Um, but I'm I'm kind of ready for Worlds. Uh, I can't wait to see the scenes collide. Who's really going to come out on top? You know, it'll be interesting. It will be exciting. I definitely, I, I, I think right now I'm thinking China just looks better than everyone else. Yeah, they, I mean, there's just so many teams in it, and the great teams just have a a really good opportunity to separate themselves, right? Um, and they make it pretty evident that they're just better than everyone. There's a lot of teams, a lot of games, and that lets that allows them to just pull away from everybody else, which maybe highlights it more, but also. They are more talented, just generally. Um, yeah, it'll definitely be fun to watch. I don't know. I'm intrigued, but if that's all we got for today, follow us on Twitter at Gold underscore Advantage uh, Discord in the pin tweet. DM us if you want. Um, I don't know what you want to DM us about, but you know, DMs are open or firing. <laughs> You guys got any final thoughts? Some goodbyes, maybe? Not really. I look forward to uh, losing some more money this weekend. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my god, we got Shalka baby all the way. Shalka, put, put the house on it. Don't make all it. Right, thanks, for, thanks for tuning in to episode ten, um, which I thought was episode eleven before we begin begun recording. Uh, began, begun, began recording. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see y'all later this week for some weekend action. Yeah, we'll come back. We'll, hear we'll, be, back. we'll be back. We'll be back. All right. Catch my mom. <laughs>